0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on the 11th of April 2021 for the third episode of the ICT in the PGCE 2021 Group I podcast. As part of our studies at the Two Oceans Graduate Institute for the module ICT for teaching, we were tasked to make a podcast on using PowerPoint in an educational setting. We will be covering four topics with Alexa Boor from Douglas in the Northern Cape, covering topic number one, Ayuba Bas from Cape Town, covering topic number two, Wasim Gaida from Cape Town, covering topic number three, and Mishka Mohamed from Cape Town, covering topic number four. So, for the next few minutes, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this piece.
1: Good day. I'm Alit Sibur from Group I and today I will be discussing topic number one. The voice is the most important part because you are using your voice to communicate a topic to the audience. You should speak loud and clearly. You have to breathe, speak with enthusiasm, project your voice. You should have a clear visualisation to whom you are speaking to, Parade the pace, the pitch, and the volume of your delivery so that the students can understand the topic. Pronounce your words clearly and use the power of pause while speaking. Now the link between your voice and what is on screen. A teacher's voice refers to the value, opinions, beliefs, perspectives, expertise, and overall background. Therefore, a teacher's voice is an important factor. The teacher's voice should vary from topic to topic emotion as well as tone to keep the attention of the children. It is important to not read what is on the screen and the teacher should have the correct tone for the topic on the screen. The PowerPoint presentation make a speaker more effective in the delivery of the message. The speaker should inform the audience on the topic and they can do that with the visual aid, which is a PowerPoint presentation and the speaker. You as the speaker should face the audience when they, while you are doing the PowerPoint presentation. The PowerPoint presentation should already be on the screen when the audience enter. Thank you very much. And I will be giving over to Ayub, who will be discussing topic number two.
2: Hi to everyone listening, and a huge thank you to Alexi for insight on the link between voice and what is displayed on screen and how that affects the pace of the presentation. To start off, I'm Ayub, and my role in today's podcast is to speak about the screen layout and the role images, text and other visual elements play in delivering an effective presentation. The screen is probably the most important tool in the presentation, as it is the first link between the lesson and the learner. It endures constant engagement and therefore needs to be memorable and informative. Because the screen is always on display and will draw the learner's attention constantly, there are some guidelines we should follow when creating the PowerPoint presentation. Firstly, with regards to the text, there should never be an overload of information on the screen. Short bulleted points work best where the information on display serves as a reference to the teacher and the flow of the lesson. The information on the screen are topics to be spoken about and therefore the teacher should be well versed and not simply read what is being shown. Pictures are important in a PowerPoint presentation but should only be used if it helps enhance the lesson and aids in delivering the intended message. When creating a PowerPoint presentation you should consider the teaching environment as well as the students use an easy to read font and make sure that the font size is big enough for everyone to see a uniform approach should follow where the same fonts are used throughout the presentation and heading and body text are the same across all slides when using pictures as part of the lesson limit it to a single picture per slide and make it as big as possible Unnecessary images, combined with text should be avoided, as it may not always be effective in the lesson. It may in many cases be rendered useless, because there is no guarantee all learners would be able to visually grasp the image. Good PowerPoints are simple ones. The PowerPoint should never be the core of the lesson, as the teacher is always responsible for effectively communicating information to the learners. That's it for me. Thank you for listening. And next up, we have Wasim, who will speak about animations and transitions
0: in a PowerPoint. Thanks, Ayub, for covering topic number two. Good day. I'm Wasim Garder and I will be speaking about topic number three, animations and transitions. What are transitions? Transitions are the effects that help you make the transition from one slide to the other. To put it simpler, they are the motion between two slides. What are animations? Animations are effects that help you express or explain a subject on your current slide. You do not need two separate slides to complete an animation. Using animations and transitions can make your lesson easier to understand feel smoother and be more engaging. PowerPoint offers many entertaining and different slide transition schemes. The trick is not to use too many different schemes in one presentation. Be selective and consider the appropriateness of the scheme before you apply it to different slides. Test them out by running the slideshow and evaluating the effectiveness. In PowerPoint, stock animations can be used or modified to fit a custom time frame or pathway. For the most part, stock animations are used in presentations, but if you have the time and inclination, you can create your own custom animations. So, animations and transitions can be used in a positive or negative way. Using animations and transitions helps students learn and remember visually but an overuse of animations and transitions can cause the students to lose focus of the subject at hand. Remember, quality rather than quantity is the key. Thank you. Now over to Mishka to cover topic number four.
3: Good day listeners, my name is Mishka and I will be taking a closer look at topic four, using PowerPoints as a teaching tool in the classroom, along with some methodical insight on this educational tool. The PowerPoint is a visual and interactive aid used as a tool to persuade, inform, and share information. This enforces inclusion, creativity, interaction, and active engagement during the teaching-learning process. PowerPoints enable both the teacher and the student to make presentations. It is easy to construct, and the internet has various courses and guides should you need assistance along the way. Students can use PowerPoints as part of projects and you as the teacher can use this tool in various ways including lessons and instructions, graphical or tabular information, quizzes or class games, or even for reflection, feedbacks on exam marks, curriculum focuses, and work outlines for the term or week ahead. When using PowerPoint as a teaching tool, you as the teacher should keep the following areas in mind visual aids are for the students and not for you as the speaker your visual aid is used to help the class understand the cracks of the knowledge or information presented you are the medium between communicating what is on the presentation and sharing it with the class for this you would need to be well prepared focused confident and outspoken It is key to note that PowerPoints are used for summarizing information or main ideas while teaching. PowerPoints are to be used in conjunction with textbooks or notes for a greater understanding of the information shared on the PowerPoint. PowerPoints attract attention, due to its various artistic and technological elements such as animation, pictures, videos, etc. and this will automatically allow students to focus, concentrate, and retain information quicker. With ever-changing technology and the ways of the world today, PowerPoint is a magnificent tool and resource to use and explore. It is a cost-efficient resource and is easily and readily available once it is saved on hardware it can be shared online or even printed for notes furthermore it can be modified and used numerous times as powerpoints are multimodal learning tool it executes robert gagner's nine events of instruction powerpoints gain attention it informs learners of objectives it assists with recalling of prior learning enforces stimulation provides learning guidance elicits performance, provides feedback to the class, can be used to assess performance as mentioned earlier, and aids with the retention and transfer of information. Lastly, PowerPoints can be used part of the scaffolding method approach of teaching, reason being it complies with the different forms of scaffolding which are sensory, interactive and graphical and is mainly used as a support mechanism to assist the learner with gradually learning and building on new content, increasing levels of understanding, and enables the student to be independent, and he or she will be better able to do and complete something on their own.
0: And that concludes the third episode of PowerPoint in an Educational Setting. We do hope that we have enlightened you on this topic. Until our next episode, from Mishka Mohammed, Ayub Abbas, Alexei Boor, and myself, Wasim Garda, we thank you and take care.